Okay, good morning, everyone, and very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session. Uh, and this is now Friday, the 6th of October. I uh, hope you're all keeping well and um, good to have you with us as always. So the whole purpose behind this particular session every single morning, Monday to Friday, um, is to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunity. So we do our analysis just prior to the European Open. Um, and that allows us to sort of navigate these financial markets as things unfold. So, so without further ado, uh, let's uh, let's start, of course, with our risk warning. Take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning uh, currently up on screen. Um, this session won't take too long because we've got pretty stagnating markets. There's a little bit of consolidation in there. And it's really because these markets are really waiting for non-farm payroll numbers due this afternoon. So really unlikely to get any significant moves between now and then however we are positioned ourselves for this event so we'll explain it in a bit more detail and then it's a case of whether we want to mitigate risk whether we want to add some some more um whether we want to hedge those trades so we've got other decisions to make right so all profitable traders need to consider of course which markets to trade where do we then enter and exit these markets at what levels are we consistently looking to apply um how do we manage risk your, um, you should have a, an individual exposure per trade and then a, a sort of a, be mindful of your overall exposure as well. Um, how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome and trade psychology? So we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of um, being consistent in your approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with your capital, uh, and of course be patient at times as well. Okay, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So. So I just want to go through just the beginning of the week, just to give you uh, or to fill you in on, on the pattern that we've been uh, we've been trading this week. So on Tuesday we had jolt job openings, and this market is reacting to these new um, job numbers. So that's a, a positive news story, and we saw a really strong negative market reaction off the back of a positive news story in the U.S. And the reason being is very simple, very straightforward. It's, it's counterintuitive, but it's very straightforward. It, it, it just implies that the Fed are more likely to keep rates higher for longer and potentially look to um, to raise rates. And that's because there's an abundance of jobs available um, and the Fed are trying to induce kind of weakness in the jobs market. Not too much weakness so that the, the, the wheels come off, but a little bit of weakness. And when we're not seeing that weakness, really, for any reasonable extent and then the markets are saying right well we now believe the fed to be holding rates higher for longer and we've got the uh the 10-year now you know getting much much closer to five percent which is a it, it's just a good um it's a it's a good summary of the risks over the longer term now this is what this could potentially roll into okay so we had this Good news, bad market reaction on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we had ADP numbers, which is a, a negative number. So we had less employment change and we had a positive market reaction for the same reason. So Tuesday, we had markets selling off. Wednesday, we had markets rallying. So the question is, what would we get yesterday for unemployment claims? And came in pretty close, 4,000 jobs off what was expected. So we'll, we'll just make the assumption that, you know, we're pretty solid around those unemployment claims numbers in the low 200s. Um, and if you look at the figures here as well, this is 
decreasing. So we had higher unemployment claims uh, just six months ago, eight months ago, 10 months ago. Um, now we're down at these kind of lower levels. So again, that is on the... When it comes to unemployment claims, they're pretty much... It's pretty much a good news, isn't it? A good news story. You know, we haven't had much unemployment claims. Um, they've not ticked higher alarmingly, uh, which would be a bad news story. So we're sticking with that. You know, broadly, it's quite a tight jobs market. Um, we haven't seen much, much gain um, at all. So yesterday we were saying we probably won't get that much volatility. However, we would have a, a relatively positive third jobs number of the week um, and we'd expect a little bit of negativity to creep through and we did get negativity for a while but it really fizzled out so this is the final jobs number of the week worth keeping track of this if you if you can get your head around it and this is the non-farm employment change number so adp came in way below expectations 89,000 jobs added whereas non-farm payroll which are your government job numbers, um, we're expecting them to soften slightly. I think that's the key. Um, so we've got this, um, this dynamic evolving. It's a, it's a little bit of softening. You know, we're down at these lower levels and, and that's what this jobs market is likely to, to, to deliver on. So if this is broadly a a much a positive news story would expect a negative market reaction. Anything around 200 plus would be a positive news story, which would give us a negative market reaction. Um, if we come in around 170, it may very well sort of remain relatively sticky. If it comes in below 150, 140, um, we'd probably have a bit of an upside angle on these equity markets. Interesting to see unemployment rate looks like it's coming down again and average hourly earnings seem to be increasing. And this sort of wage price spiral is something to be, you know, that the Fed are, are, are watching very, very carefully. So as people's wages go up, they're more likely and, and able to pay higher prices, which has a profoundly inflationary impact on these markets. Okay. So um, our, our trade plan is going to be relatively straightforward. And we do have a downside bias in these markets. Um, and here, here's, the, here's the correlation. On Tuesday, we had a, a quite a positive jolts number, a really, really bearish move. And then on Wednesday, we had a positive, so we had a, a negative uh, ADP number and we had some positive pricing coming through. Yesterday, broadly indecisive or in line with expectations. So that's pretty much what we saw. And we're just expecting probably this job numbers to um, to create a little bit more volatility to the downside. So indice-wise, we've got this downward bias, and we can stick with that for now. Um, we can have a look at some opportunities in um, in some of these markets to the downside. We're getting a bounce in the FTSE. Also, potentially getting a bounce in the DAX. Didn't really make any progress yesterday. Mildly bearish, but we're trading inside previous highs and lows, so there's a bit of a narrowing of price action. Uh, the FTSE, still on the monthly 
time frame there. Um, a little bounce, it's really not, not too exciting. And that Bitcoin as well is uh, not really doing much the last few days. So moving on to commodities, we've had a, a further drop. We've just got a little news flash. Uh, Russia's government lifts bans on most of its diesel exports. Um, trying to take advantage of, of, I suppose, increasing supply in some way. But this is a kind of a lower demand driven story. And we were wondering, would we get a little bit of a bounce off this strong support level? And the answer is no, we've got a further flush to the downside. So now you're looking at further, um, further weakness uh, at this point in, in US oil. Mm, we, we'd probably look to buy this market at a lower price. Um, gold has been quite interesting. We, we have had a bit of a, a, a bearish bias in this trade for quite some time, except we're now down at these extended lows. So a little bit more tricky. Um, looking at the end pairs, had a, we, we've now pretty much retraced this explosive move that we've seen in a very, very short period of time. So now it's looking constructed to the upside once more. It is a pullback still. So when that market rolls over, we'll probably we'll have a look at it in a bit more detail. Same situation for the EURN and also same situation for the dollar yen. Strong bounce. We're not back to Tuesday's highs, but we are um, potentially edging lower eventually. So the euro dollar, we, we booked in profit a couple of days ago on this reversal when prices started to come back above previous monthly lows. Um, now we rallied the last two days and now it looks like there's potential for some selling. So that, that we'll have a look at the indices to the downside and the potential for a stronger dollar. I think that's the only trade that should probably take our focus at this time. Um, strength against the Swiss, strength against the CAD potential strength against the Aussie and New Zealand, except we're up at higher prices now. So potentially some interesting trades, not much going on really as far as um, the, uh, the Euro pound is concerned. So look, our, our trade plan can be very, very similar to yesterday's. We still have a downside bias and we can still look for, um, so we're still looking further risk off market conditions um so our, our analysis is quite simple when it comes to these numbers if the market considers the number positive we get a negative reaction if it comes in negative we get a positive market reaction so try and get your head around that perhaps right let's remove oil because we're going to have a look at oil once we get down to these lower levels and we consolidate for a period so we're looking for further us indice weakness and further dollar strength we don't need to make it any more complicated than that that's how we're currently positioned we might look at the dollar maybe if there's an opportunity there to be taken advantage of but we don't need to make this uh, this trade plan convoluted in any way, shape, or form. It's remarkably straightforward, actually, believe it or not. Um, 
and we very rarely kind of say that to any great extent. So the major market narrative is that higher rates for longer due to perhaps sticky or, or kind of higher inflation. So we've, we've still got this narrative feeding through risk off, indices lower, dollar higher, and US bond yields are still looking uh, pretty, pretty full on um, and, and bullish at this stage, although we've just rolled over off the highs and commodities are still looking quite bearish with gold and oil, certainly taking a strong are having taken a really strong move to the downside so far. Okay, so on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Any questions, feel free to post them, of course. And just to let you know, we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m., as you know, um, for the European session. And then we're back again at lunchtime, 12.45 p.m., all UK times for the U.S. cash open. So we hope you can join us for that. For more information, just go to livetrading.com and do feel free to connect with us through our website if you have any questions. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Of course, enjoy the weekend um, and we'll be back again on Monday. Bye for now.